listening to the Premier Trauma Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Rosaline Stegg, and I'll be sharing trauma tips along with exploring conversations around all things related to trauma. What it is, types, newest tools, success stories, and much more associated with journeyintowellness.com, where you go to release traumas online, sign up for retreats, or register for trauma workshops. I know firsthand the challenges of living with traumas and the tools I use to finally overcome them. So join me, get curious, as we tackle the sad, the scary, the painful, along with the most joyful and powerful stories regarding traumas and healing from them. Hey everybody, I'm so excited. Thanks for tuning in. Again, my name is Rosaline and I want to get started by telling you a bit about who I am and why I feel that trauma knowledge is so important to share. I'm a clinical traumatologist, international life coach, trauma expert and specialist, plus a certified wellness counselor. I've been working with and talking to therapists, educators, survivors, and experts in the field for almost 20 years. My passion is to help others heal their traumas so they can move forward in life. Oh, here you go. Trauma Tips Tidbit coming up. Knowing how to talk to someone who's going through trauma can be intimidating, but taking the time to do so will make a large impact in their healing. Today, we're going to talk about how to listen with our whole beings. Although we can easily agree that the ability to listen is important, listening involves more than hearing. What does listening with our whole being even mean? In another episode, I talked about my experience of being deaf until the age of five. During that time, I could not physically hear. However, I used my energy senses, emotions, spirit, and mental self to comprehend what was going on around me. We are unconsciously aware and our bodily reactions to stimuli are evidence of this. Have you ever experienced goosebumps when you were frightened? Or perhaps tingles when you know there has been a truth spoken. Some people say the hair on the back of their neck seems to stand up when they feel they are in danger. Sometimes our stomachs feel sick when we think about certain things. Each of these examples are a physical sign that the body sends in hopes that we become aware of what's going on both around and within us. So what about the mental cues? When we're listening to someone we care about who's been through trauma, with or without our intention, our brains are always thinking about how we can help. Usually, this form of health manifests as us asking them a question. When we ask questions about how the other person is feeling, we are showing them we hear them. This unconscious reality is yet another way to understand and listen to the other person and a way to help them feel understood and connected. Staying quiet while the other person is sharing is a way to stay spiritually present. When you choose to stay still and listen, you are showing them they are worth your time, 
reminding those who have undergone trauma of their worth is extremely valuable in their healing process. Understanding these different methods changed my understanding of what it means to listen and will be a significant help to you in your journey. And that was today's Trauma Tips tidbit. Now let's go deeper into trauma knowledge. There are many ways we can help others feel connected during a time of stress, struggling, or trauma. Many times when we are going through things in our lives, we begin to feel disconnected, to feel alone, like we have no purpose, like no one understands us or no one cares. To counter these untruths, allow the person to talk about their traumatic experience while listening well Help them create the story so it has three parts. The beginning, the middle, and the end. Be a patient, non-judgmental presence in order for them to feel safe. Sharing and feeling accepted by the person plays a huge role in healing for the other person. If a person is hiding trauma away, It can create huge shame, which can fester and create humiliation within them. I remember when I was in my late 30s and attending a counseling course. During the course, a lady shared a traumatic experience of her own. While she was talking, my ears shut down and my body began to panic. I went right to being five years old when I could not hear. Like when I was a child, I recognized and remembered my body feeling the vibrations of the words. Each word had a different vibration, and each vibration felt like it was her speaking her truth. As I listened with my heart, I felt the words vibrating into it. This is the way I remembered listening when I was deaf. Listening with your whole being involves integrating all of the bodily senses and combining them with self-control of the brain and body. This kind of listening can reap incredible benefits to folks who may have been ignored by others. Indeed, One of the beautiful realities of nonverbal communication is that people who are hard of hearing, physically challenged, or deaf can listen through lip reading and gestures. Another way to listen is by looking at or towards the person. When practicing this form, of attentiveness, it's important to keep the hands and feet quiet and still. Notice that sometimes direct eye contact can be overwhelming, intimidating, or difficult for some people. Be kind and be aware of this. One of my most favorite tools is mindfulness. Mindfulness helps us be aware in the moment. 
when the appropriate amount of attention is being paid, it's much easier to know when to pause and reflect before speaking, thus helping the person we are with feel valuable and worthy of excellence. Lastly, encourage the person who has confided in you to get plenty of rest, create a support system, and do things that feel good, such as take baths, read, exercise, or watch a favorite TV series. Suggest they think about coping strategies they have successfully used in the past and to spend time where they feel safe and comfortable. How might you help your friend? Perhaps suggest a support group. Discourage them from using negative coping strategies such as working too hard, using alcohol, and other drugs. Let's talk about trauma and addiction in another Trauma Tips podcast. Until next time, get curious, be kind, and support others as we never know what trauma they may have experienced in their lives. I'm so excited we're taking this journey together. In the episodes to follow, I will, you guessed it, be sharing the newest in trauma information, more trauma tips, real-life testimonials, conversations and stories from guests and educators who have actually gone through traumas in their lives. I've learned and seen over the past few decades many things related to traumas and how powerful releasing them can be. Thanks for listening. I hope this has been both thought-provoking and inspiring. For more information about releasing traumas online, attending trauma release retreats, workshops, or to contact me directly, please visit my website, journeyintowellness.com. Please tune in to the next episode of Trauma Tips to learn more about trauma and how to move through it bit by bit and tip by tip. Share your favorite episode on social media. Until we connect again, be kind, love yourselves, and enjoy your journey into wellness. This episode of Trauma Tips has been proudly brought to you by Trilogy Solutions. Do you need to update your online presence or build a new website? Visit TrilogySolutions.ca for all your website design, development, management, and hosting needs. Or call 604-910-0416 for a free estimate.